Welcome back, everybody, to uh, this week's episode, which is episode 8 of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, as always, it's your LA nerd and Taylor Salen in the studio. Hey, guys. Uh, today's episode is our good friend David Bornstein and his friend slash writer Ari Grab. We're going to be talking about their short film, A King's Betrayal, which is hilarious and it's going through the short film circuit right now and it's winning awards. Uh, it's really good. It's really funny. Um, and they're, and I think it's kind of going good places. Um, other than that, we're just talking about nerd news as always. And this week's episode is brought to you, uh, by tfury.com. Uh, the best place to get your geeky, nerdy pop culture t-shirts. They got $11 t-shirt specials every day. It's a one-of-a-kind print that'll be up for 24 hours or until it's sold out, and then it'll be never seen again. So make sure if you see something you like to buy that shit, because yeah. com puts up some of the best nerdy t-shirts, in my opinion. Agreed. I, I own a lot of them. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. And this is a little spoiler alert we're going to tell you guys right now. It's not going to be for a little bit, because we haven't received them yet, but is giving us t-shirts to give out as prizes uh so that's a little something to look forward to we don't know the details yet but we're gonna get you guys some free shit yeah i mean it's, it's gonna be gonna cool be and I'm, i I mean i guess incentive to go check out tfury.com is to maybe you know see one of those designs that that could possibly pop up in a giveaway soon they could be on your nubile skin mm-hmm. you can be wearing it and you have to send us pictures of you in it nubile oh you gotta send us selfies i love that word isn't it great nubile send us all your nubile selfies we're such a young we're nubile go podcast we're gonna go right to jail. now <laughs> uh but until then you guys can go to ageofthenerd.com that hosts this podcast uh check out the t-fury ad on the site click on it you get 10 percent off your next purchase yes sir uh, do that because 10 percent off on a, like a 10 dollar t-shirt it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's and I mean, it's, off. it's not like it's hidden somewhere. No, in no, some, it's fucking like, right there. As I'm saying, in some corner of the site, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. see it, you click on it. It's pretty simple. So you get free money. You get one one dollar free money towards the t-shirt if you go to ageofthenerd.com and click on the T-Fury ad. Uh, look, <laughs> look out! Can't for, make those kind of promises. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Shit. Uh, look out for this. Uh, <laughs> Should have shuffleboard courted yourself. Shuffleboard court. I should have shuffleboard, shuffleboard court. Shuffleboard court. Uh, Maybe you can't shuffleboard court yourself. I can't shuffleboard court myself. It's that that is illegal. Uh, look out for the contest. Look out for a king's betrayal. Uh, at the end of this podcast, we're gonna be talking about it. Uh, Taylor, hit those sweet jams, my friend. Wicka wicka. Everybody, welcome to Nerd News segment. Nerd News. Let's just yeah. I love Shuffleboard it. court. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Done. Now that's the official. Like we're just gonna have to loop that back into the popcorn nerd news podcast. Uh, Taylor, what's the first nerd news we got today? I don't uh, even care what you have to say because I'm starting it off. We saw John Boyega with a motherfucking lightsaber today. Yes, we did. Oh god, I'm still uh, hard. I saw it like ten hours ago, and I'm I, I have a raging boner. Dude, still. there's just like a constant stream of, uh, of semen just yeah, just yeah. coming out. Like it's like somebody I, broke the top off of a fire hydrant. Like, it's literally, just this Instagram post just plays on loop, and it causes me just to have multiple orgasms back to back to back to back to back. To it back. does loop a 15 Figured second video though. If I could just have it loop that one part, hmm? that'd be cooler. But the build-up is part of the good thing, you know? It's like, oh! I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> if you want to have regular sex, the build-up's all right, I guess. 
Um, we'll link it in the show notes because it's only a 15 second YouTube video. You see uh, like the first order and you see all their like uh, stormtroopers and all like the ATATs on the side and shit. And so, so we've already seen that. And then you hear the Andy Circus uh, dialogue again. Oh, there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Horrible. Horrible. Oh, is that supposed to be Andy Circus? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh nice. you didn't know that? I did not know but that. Something new every day, motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then we see the shot of Kylo Ren again, where he's he busts out his lightsaber. The top comes out, and you're like, oh, it's a red lightsaber. And then the sides come out. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that shot's pretty fucking. I like badass, that they don't come like, out at the same time. No, it's, it's like, like he's got two buttons. Yeah, like, like you think this a... is cool? This is cooler. Yeah, it's got like a halfway <laughs> button, so he can just <laughs> the lightsaber on. Yeah, 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 right, right. Um, but then after that. He ignites that shit, and you can just look, like, the look on his face, he's so angry. Like, he's just like, ooh, I got this lightsaber on my fight on body, bruv. And then he just turns the lightsaber off and just takes a massive shit. Pull back, pull back to realize that he's really just sitting maybe, on the toilet. Maybe he was just constipated. Yeah, yeah that's he's what not, it was. He's not really mad, he's just super constipated. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's the coolest thing we've seen out of uh, the force awakens yet by far we've seen a lot of cool things by far um but him just igniting that anakin's lightsaber fucking awesome and knowing that we're gonna get a showdown like yeah apparently uh... apparently i read some spoilers today that said uh kylo ren is on that snowy planet Mm -hmm. and he does something nefarious okay particularly nefarious is what it said i think um and then he's trying to escape the planet, and I guess John Boyega's there to stop him from leaving the planet. So they're going to have a motherfucking lightsaber battle. So you were theorizing it's the first act of the film. I think so. I, I, I just get the strong feeling that, like, we could be, like, see, it's tough to say because I think there's a lot of first act stuff on Jakku, or Jakku, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Like, yeah, yeah. we still don't know. We still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we won't know for a long time. Um... <laughs> So I'll just keep saying Jakku or Jakku. That's the <laughs> official title. It's Jakku or Jakku. Or Jakku. Yeah, you put the or in the middle. Um, no, yeah, I just feel like this is, you know, uh, something from the from sort of like maybe the sort of like a climax of maybe the first act. Like okay. the first act. I just don't think, I just don't think that Finn's going to have the lightsaber so soon. Yeah, that's because true. he has to go through. He has to go through the being a stormtrooper thing, yeah. affecting from the stormtrooper thing. To well, then we don't know if the he's. What do, we don't know if he's a stormtrooper. Maybe he's just sort of in a stormtrooper outfit, like sort of uh, like posing as like sort of like Luke and Hondu in the first film. You know, but, maybe. Uh, but I feel maybe. like that's a big if. Yeah. But my theory is that is that you know we know that Leia somehow gets Luke's oh, lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's in the trailer. The question is, who gives it to him? And it's like, well, my thought is, what if maybe John Boyega is the one who gives it to her only because it has been theorized well, by people, shot. like we said, that he is Lando's son. And obviously Cloud City and his lightsaber was lost there. So You're you just know, saying that because they're both black. I, I, it's, <laughs> I'm not the one saying it. I'm the one No, of course. But the shot in the trailer it. where someone's handing Leia the lightsaber, it's not a black person's hand. So That's she true. obviously gets the lightsaber at some point. That's I think, true. She, like, I think she, may she give it bestows it upon Finn. Yeah. It's really tough to say at this point because it's all out of context. Of, of course so it is. Just, you know, of course it's it is. It's just us spitballing. But J.J. Abrams has said that uh, Kylo Ren is not a Sith. Which is funny because he's a part of the Knights of Ren. So the Knights of Ren are not Sith. They just happen to wear creepy masks and have red lightsabers. Well, I don't think all what does of that the, mean? I don't think all of the Knights of Ren wear creepy masks and light, lightsabers. As we know, Kylo Ren is obsessed with Darth Vader. So maybe yeah. he's that one 
weird member that everybody else thinks is Everyone's like, a like fucking oh weirdo. Kylo yeah like he's the guy who should be locked up in a mental murdering people again exactly so um I kind of want to take this with a grain of salt though like a giant 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 con sized grain well of, I mean con wasn't in beyond uh, or I'm sorry beyond the third movie yeah con con wasn't in Star Trek and in that's why I'm saying I'm going to take this with a giant con sized grain of salt you know because I just J.J. Abrams that, wanted us to believe movie, con wasn't in in a darkness. After that movie, I feel like anything J. J. Abrams could be a lie, and people would convince it because they're so like ready for this movie. Oh, you of know? course, of course. Um, he's got so a red lightsaber. How, like, maybe he's just not aligned with the First Order. But he's sort but of got he like he is a bad guy. Yeah, totally. So he's I not think, a Sith. In... I think he's sort of like this rogue like figure that yeah, sort of is doing what he wants to do. He's not a like... Sith in the fact that he's not a part of. Like yeah, the Sith yeah, Empire, yeah, 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 exactly. but he's still a bad dude with a red lightsaber, which, in my yeah. opinion, makes him a Sith. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe he's on his way to becoming a Sith, you know, because Ooh. there are no more Sith around. If he doesn't die in the first movie, he's, maybe he's, he's a Sith. He's not. They've already they've they've already announced that he is going. His arc is going to play out through the whole trilogy. Through the trilogy. Do you think he becomes a good guy? Possibly. That'd be weird. Or maybe, or maybe he ends up working together with the guys, but maybe he's not a good guy, but he's just like sort of forced to work with them. Yeah. That would be cool too, you know. Do you think like, we're gonna we're get not more friends, Knights like, of the Ren throughout the trilogy? Maybe, possibly. That'd I kind of cool. like that they're that they're doing that that whole like it's like a whole new thing we sort of haven't heard about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of potential with that. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I I'm gonna take it with a huge grain of salt, though. Like I said, a con of salt. A, a con of salt. What's next? Uh. Several, several large movies that are coming out next year have finally wrapped filming. And I know this isn't huge news, but I thought it was interesting that they all wrapped filming within a week of, of one another. So it's they like... They planned it. These huge, these huge movies. So we have... Uh, we have Captain America Civil War, which mm-hmm. finally just wrapped shooting uh, in Germany, I believe. And Tom Holland was actually spotted on the set in Germany. Spider-Man. Yes, sir. Um, then we have X-Men Apocalypse, which we've all been highly anticipating. Uh, well, at least, well, at least both of us. I think a lot more people are as well. Suicide Squad uh, wrapped filming. Yawn. And I don't know if you... I don't know if you saw, but it was really cool. Jared Leto actually. changed his hair back? Is he, that what he you're cut, talking about? He cut his hair back. No, they, yeah. they wrapped filming and everybody, uh, the, all of the cast, gave each other tattoos from the movie. I thought that was fun. Did we not talk about that last week? Maybe we did. It's something I wanted to talk about, how yeah. stupid I thought it was. It's cool. No, I mean, look, being a person... No, it's a cool idea, but being a person that has a bunch of tattoos, like, getting a tattoo from someone who's not a tattoo artist, like, I would never let you tattoo me. I'm sorry. It's not It's not just about, like, oh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's so someone much... someone who's not... It's so much more than, like, what if they spell it wrong, or it has to do with, like, how deep you go into the skin, like, how, yeah, yeah, how yeah. hard you push, how light you... Like, how heavy your hand is. Like, yeah. you could just scar your skin by pushing too deep, yeah. like... Like, not being a tattoo artist and tattooing somebody, I think is a stupid-ass idea. I think maybe they could have all gotten tattoos together at a tattoo shop. Yeah, that, that would have been, been cute. That would have been cool. But, like, letting Will Smith just tattoo somebody is like, what if he fucking pushes in too deep and you scar your arm for the rest of your life? Like, yeah. that's dumb. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was, it was, whatever, just a small tidbit that I had heard. Um, I'm not sure if we talked about it, so whatever. And then finally, and I think this is something we should talk about for a second, is... Independence Day Resurgence, uh, the sequel to the blockbuster hit from 1996 that I have a fond, fond place in my heart for. Um, finally, rap filming as well. Hey, Taylor, is Will Smith coming back for that? Nope. Is Will Smith Jr. coming back for that? Yes, but it's, not, it's not actually his son. 
What do it's you played by some some someone else. It's not Jaden. Oh, it's not Jaden. No, Will didn't. Will declined oh, uh, declined the Jayden. role, and they wrote they wrote the character out of the movie. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Jaden. No, it's not. So it's just another not black dude. Yeah, it's just it's okay. the kid in the first movie gotcha, is grown up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I think they're gonna kill him off or well, something that like that. Joke. But but what I thought was interesting is like the plot of Independence Day, right? It, it, it's there's not really much you can do. Like, okay, they've already attacked Earth, and obviously they're gonna come back, right? But one of the things that I thought was interesting they're doing timeline-wise, like, as far as the time, like, so the aliens travel here to Earth, right? And their travel is instantaneous, but yeah, the yeah. time, in our time on Earth, from them actually getting to where they're going and where they're coming from is real time, like, as far as we're concerned. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. them, the trip takes a couple minutes, and for us, it takes 15 years. Yeah. And that's sort of the philosophy they're using for this movie, which I find is kind of interesting, because it's like oh, we've adapted, we have this technology, and now they come back with even better tech. You know, it's just sort of the evolution. Like, I love sci-fi, though. So it's sort of of that, that, you know, um, that kind of idea I found It's their new technology against our new technology. Exactly. And I think that's, like, adapting that kind of movie to the modern age of blockbuster filmmaking could be interesting. Is the movie going to be good? Probably not. It's Roland Emmerich coming back to direct. So you can't expect it to be any good, but... I guess except for Mad Max. I mean, Judd, Jeff Goldblum and Judd Hirsch are coming back, and I really love their dynamic in, in the first film, so I I, I'm excited said, about that. I almost said when you have a new movie from a from a film franchise from so long ago, mm-hmm. they're generally bad. Oh, yeah. But I guess Mad Max is like, proves me completely wrong, because that movie was kick-ass. No, totally, but um, that was, I think that was more of a fluke than anything. Yeah, like, that like, was Jurassic a very World special horrible, case. Fucking, all the new Terminator movies are terrible. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, just small little tidbits, but uh, we haven't really talked about Independence Day resurgence. We have not. So, we have not. Um, next bit bit of news, which I find um, lovely, and I think you'll love it as well, is Vin Diesel oh. back on the Twitter trail uh. has finally uh. announced that Triple no. X, the return of Xander Cage, is about to begin filming in December. How can? Or how, November. I think it was how, December. How can Vin Diesel... December. How can Vin Diesel... Okay, I understand back when he was making these X films, he wasn't really quite a movie star yet, right? He was just Vin Diesel. How can you blow up the way he has and then still want to make X 3? I don't know. He's had a boner for all the old franchises he, that made him famous. Like... You think about it. Trip. Well, okay, it was uh, it, what was it? Uh, Pitch Black he came out ninety eight. He did all the Pitch Black stuff. The, the Pitch Black, and then uh, he did. But Pitch Black is cool as fuck. Triple X is not. He well, he did Pitch Black, and then he did Fast and the Furious, and then he did Triple X right after Fast and the Furious. So it's like those are the th- for three franchises. Yeah, but that, two like, out of those of... three franchises I like. No, I know. I'm just saying Triple Like I think there's a fan base for Triple X. I, I I like the movie because I think it's sort of like cheesy in a way that's fun and like it's a different take on the spy genre. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's kind of it's not your typical like bon, like Bond cliche. Sort of how Kingsman sort of makes fun of all those spy movies that are all just yeah, the, the same thing. Amazing. No, because it was sort of you know a, a satire of, you can't of the Kingsman genre. Triple X. No, 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 and I'm not, <laughs> but I'm saying they're sort of similar in the way that they take, they do new approach yeah, yeah. on it, you know, and not to say that Triple X is successful at all, but I think there's little parts of that movie that are really fun. You know what they should have called Triple X 3? Hmm. 
just because there's three X's in triple X. They yeah. should have called it triple X colon triple X. Boom, dude. <laughs> there you go. Just triple X, three X's. So what they do is they change the previous two entries to triple X, X, triple X, 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 triple X, 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 X. Exactly. And each, 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 the nudity in each, in each gets more and more gratuitous. And then the third movie is just the porno. No, that's the fourth movie. It's straight NC NC seventeen. Well, but triple X would be a pornography. That's like the rating. That's true for a pornography. That's true. Triple X rating. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually so didn't, bad. I didn't see triple X two. So it's I, pretty. I probably won't see triple X three. It's pretty terrible. But speaking of uh, Vin Diesel, do do you think he's gonna come back for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two? No. They announced he's gonna. As oh if that's God. even news. Yeah. We had a conversation about this, like, oh, is Iron Man going to come back for the next Avengers movie? As a person <laughs> who, which is a very valid point, like, it's a good um, comparison. Uh, as a person who writes for a movie website, like, I am sick and tired of the way that other websites and writers fucking sensationalize the shit Vin Diesel out, confirmed of, for... out of non-news. Of course. Like, Everybody knows Vin Diesel's coming back. Of course he's going to come back. It's a fucking huge movie that was hugely successful, and he's probably making a million dollars to sit there and go, ugh, ugh, ugh. He does more than that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, these motherfuckers on these websites need to stop sensationalizing these articles because it's really starting to piss me off. Sorry. No, I... No, I I completely agree. I've been seeing a lot of it recently, like, especially with, like, Star Wars stuff, like, sensationalizing, like, these tiny little articles, like... Oh, oh, but but I'll eat those up. Like J.J. Abrams broke his leg on Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and like, yes, that's cool. No, but Harrison is that, Ford. Or well, no, J.J. Oh, J.J. broke his back. That's what it was. He did when he was trying to help oh, Harrison I, right after he had <laughs> right after he had broken his leg. That's dumb. Yeah. So um, no, but if they just say like, "Hey, uh, Vin Diesel's coming back for group," like, okay, fine, thank yeah. you. But like the headlines are like confirmed. Yeah. Vin Diesel coming. It's like of course like, you didn't have to confirm. That's literally it. nobody one, thought one, he wasn't gonna a one line piece of news that you're trying to turn into an article. And and it's a bullshit, whole article. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Vin Diesel news. You know what I heard about uh, Doctor Strange? No. What did you hear? Mads Mikkelsen, who's blowing the fuck up right now. Not like he wasn't already famous, but he just got cast in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, he's going to be a villain in Doctor Strange. Man, he's tapping into the two biggest cinematic universes uh, that are going to be happening like, in the next ten years. He's like, bruv, how can I get more famous? And then John Boyega's like, come come with me, bruv. And he's like, alright, bruv. If you want to live. Okay, bruv. In Star Wars, bruv. <laughs> so, the movie already has a bad guy, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Um, he's apparently playing Baron... God, I can never remember his last name. Um... But he's he's basically one of the most famous bad guys in oh Baron Mordo there that's you go. who it is Baron Mordo uh, one of the most famous Doctor Strange villains I don't read a lot of Doctor Strange so yeah same I here. had to think about that one um, but so it already has a bad guy but apparently Mads is being eyed for like another bad guy nice um, and yeah that's it wouldn't be a Marvel is... movie without two bad guys exactly especially if it's an origin story right yeah, exactly you defeat um, one of them and then there's a stronger one oh no <laughs> uh, um, especially with origin stories of course um, the interesting here, thing here though is they're not really specifying who he's playing so no not like, yet I think this is something they're kind of going to try to keep under wraps for the most part good luck with that this could probably be a secret villain maybe that we don't you know 
Well, we know he's in the movie, but we don't we don't know who he is. So like, we could be surprised. Yeah, 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 surprised, but for sure, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm excited because he plays a good bad guy. Yeah. So and Hannibal. I'm excited for Doctor Strange too. So the Cumberbatches, dude. I was very excited last year at Comic Con, mm-hmm. the day of Comic Con Day Zero. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in talks. And then to play him, and I, I, I was all very, weekend. We were like, dude, that's perfect. I it's was perfect. very ready for them to announce that on the panel, yeah. and they didn't. And then a couple of weeks or like a month later, they confirmed that like it fell through, and then we didn't find out a couple months after that that it was going to be Cumberbatch. Yeah. I was more excited for Joaquin. I do think Cumberbatch will be very good, but I'm going to hold off like being excited about it until I see at least at least a trailer. Yeah. I just want to see him. You know what? Not even the trailer. I I, I want to see Cumberbatch in 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 the garb, totally. And then I'll maybe and see. Be more I'm excited. not even excited for in in the sense that I'm like a Doctor Strange fan, but I'm excited in the sense that it's going to expand the universe in so many interesting ways. One like percent like, of the population is a Doctor Strange fan. I know, and that's what I'm saying. But like the idea of this could be something really. Oh, well, they're expanding much, cosmically. But yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Much like Guardians, where it's yeah. like an experiment, but it's also like there's a lot of doors that it opens. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we'll, it expands. We'll see. It, could it expands be a lot because it goes into like the magic realm now. Exactly, it expands a lot more. And yeah. I'm interested to see how like how they're going to handle it, especially yeah. since they sort of got rid of the whole magic thing with the Mandarin and Iron Man three. Um, which I know you hate, by the Wait, way. Wait, they so. made a third Iron Man movie? Yeah, Weird. just like they made a third Spider Man movie and a third X Men movie. No, I don't think they did. That infuriates me because if they were going to plan on bringing Doctor Strange in and like b- like making the magic world a real thing, mm-hmm. why make the Mandarin a fake villain in the first place? Like that that fucking infuriates me because this whole thing is he's got the rings and he's like magic. Yeah. Like that would have been a perfect setup for like fucking Doctor Strange. But yeah, so that's it, it. It sort of begs the question: like, how much are they going to change? Well, the synopsis this... apparently says that he still, his hands still get ruined and he goes on a quest to find out like okay. how to magically fix his hands. So like, Interesting. it's still going to be mystical. Yeah, 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 of course. Which of will course. be cool to see. Yeah, totally. We'll but to, to see, see how much they actually... We'll get to see a lot of Destructo discs being flown at people. Yes, sir. Because he's going to create orbs with his hands and throw yes, them sir. at people. Kamehameha! Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, what does Ryu in Street Fighter say when he shoots his things? Um, oh I forget. God, I Whatever. But he's going to be like... Okay. Yeah, Hadouken! Yeah, yeah we're going to see a lot of Hadoukens when he... <laughs> uh, is that it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. That's pretty much it. What about that uh, Paul Thomas Anderson oh, thing? Oh, yeah, that's the last thing. Uh, we found out this week that PTA secretly made a documentary about Radiohead's Johnny Greenwood. God damn you, Paul Thomas Anderson. Know, why, why are you so cool? Why do you have to be so sly about shit? Why are you so cool? He's, He's like, hey, a... in between making like huge movies that people love... I'm also going to make this documentary. Yeah, like, here's this thing, guys. Completed. You're welcome. P.S. Like, nobody knew about this until I said, hey, it's done. That's what I'm saying. I love it that he was <laughs> able to keep this thing under wraps and then just be like, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> He's such it's a cool, sneaky man. motherfucker, dude. Um, so, yeah, the movie's called uh, Junun. So. Weird. I guess it's about uh, Greenwood going to some music festival. I'm not exactly sure what it what music festival it was. Uh, I read the news a few days ago. So, um, All right. It's basically sort of chronicles him. Oh, watch his it. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. So, yeah. Exactly. So I'm. I'm It'll I'm, be a lot I'm of pumped. sweet artistic shots of a drummer. So. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, what was your favorite movie of the summer? Blockbuster wise, not like. Dude, that's hard, man. How, how dare you throw a question like, like that on me? I can um, answer it. <laughs> what's yours? What Mad do Max. You Mad Max? Mad Max. Okay. If you had asked me at the beginning of the summer, I probably would have said Age of Ultron, even though it's getting a lot of flack. 
and it's not the best Marvel movie. No. I enjoyed it. Uh, but at the end of the summer, man, Mad Max was a fucking solid film. From the creator of Happy Feet and Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> Go watch the honest trailers for Mad Max, guys. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah uh, I would have to say Mad Max, man. Okay. I really like Mad Max a lot. I, I caught a little bit of flack for liking Ghost Protocol a little bit more uh, than wait, Mad Max. Ghost or, um, <laughs> sorry, I, I meant Ghost Protocol 2. Ghost Protocol 2 Rogue yeah. Nash. Yeah, Rogue Nash. I exactly. like Rogue Nash. I thought it was good, but... Um, I actually really like Rogue Nash. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. I would have to say probably my favorite summer is uh, Jurassic World. I'm just kidding. That's okay. I was... You're, dude, Joel, Joel's jaw just <laughs> yeah. about dropped. Yeah. You just, yeah, no, I, I can you. feel my own eyes like narrowing. Yeah. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, you son of a bitch? Are you fucking no, kidding it's really, me?" No, it's really it's really hard for me to decide right now because I saw a lot of good stuff. Um, so my favorite movie of the summer um, was Inside Out. I really love this movie. I feel like it was a nice return to form. I didn't uh, even get to see it for Pixar. Yeah, we, uh, my girlfriend Sarah and I went and saw it. Uh, Ooh, I like one night. Ant Man too, though. Ant Man was really good, but I still don't think it was like. A, Inside Out is, like, it's up there for me with, like, Up, you know? And, yeah. I mean, Up is more gut-wrenching, but it's just a well-told story, you know? Pixar back to fucking form, uh, the way they should be. Original idea, really inventive. Um, and they usually, like, that's the kind of shit that they a, do. A really inventive world, man. I thought this one in particular was really awesome. Um, but this is also something that I was looking forward to even before it had a title and characters, you know? It's just like a Pixar movie set inside the mind of someone's mind. Um, and in this case, the mind of like a 13-year-old girl. And I think that's fucking yeah. great. You know, it's great um, great dr- dramatic and comedic material um, that they get out of it. It's so perfect. Um, right. So yeah, I, I really loved uh, Inside Out the most. Although I will say like Mad Max is a good is a good uh, runner-up for me as well. What was your least favorite movie of the summer? Besides Fantastic Four, because everybody hates that movie, I think the biggest disappointment for me was Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. I was... I... I don't want to say it's worse than Salvation. It's maybe Ooh. just a little bit better, because I think Salvation's a giant piece of shit. But, um... I mean, there's redeemable stuff about it. You should fucking walk onto my scene and start touching lights while I'm acting! Because you're the best Christian Bale. Um, How dare you? I don't fucking walk around and touch your lights. <laughs> what a dick. Um, hey, guy. he apologized for it. And he's done to, gone to yeah, extreme... Yeah, he apologized for it and then he beat his mom and sister. Well, no, he... Uh, well, after that. But he's also gone to extreme lengths to, like, do charity work and, like, improve his image. So Dude, Age like, of Ultron came out in April. It's not yeah. even a summer movie. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, so your least favorite was... Um, my least favorite was... Um, Terminator Genesis by right. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I see where they wanted to go with it, but just the stuff they do is stupid. Like, after the first act, it becomes boring and un- uninteresting. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of movies this summer that I hated, so I'm gonna have to go with Fantastic Four. Okay. I, I just fucking hated it. It was like... What about Jurassic World? I know you really hated that movie. Almost as much as you hated I don't think it was the worst movie of the summer, though. No. I no, enjoyed, no, 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 I, no. I had fun watching it, I just didn't think it was very good. As I good didn't as have people fun. were praising it to be. Yeah, but not yeah. only did I like not like Fantastic Four, I didn't even have fun watching it. So like, I at least had fun watching Jurassic World. I just didn't think it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have fun, and I didn't think Fantastic Four was a good movie at all. So that's gonna have to be mine. Okay. Cool. Bo show. All right. Well, guys, the beautiful magic of editing means that we recorded this interview with our friends uh, on a different day. 
So watch this sweet transition into the interview with our friends David Bornstein and Ari Grab. Did you see Charlie Meyer's new Facebook profile picture? Which one? He's like in like a leopard robe. Oh fuck, I did see that. He's like standing on a table and he's wearing a leopard robe. I'm like, you've gotten weirder and weirder it's since we like, left college. It's like fucking dementia is setting in. It's, <laughs> it's like he fucking went to Japan for a year and he came back and he wasn't the fucking same. It's all the drugs he did. <laughs> it's like that fucking Werner Herzog movie, My Son, My Son, What Have You Done? Where like Michael Shannon goes to Peru and just goes fucking insane and kills his mom for like no reason. It's like that kind of shit. <laughs> it's like Charlie uh, Mars would be the kind of person that did Dude, he's totally to the that. kind of person that would kill his mom. Yeah, right. He's always threatened like you know if you're what was that fucking mantra if you're the boom up and you start directing actors I will rip your dick off he's clearly the kind of person that would kill his he also told us to lick his brown hole the boom up (laughs) he had a joke this girl was being what he died what so some context for Ari some context for Ari Joel and I went to Joel and I went Uh, to the same community college before I went to U of A and there's this gentleman by the name of Charlie Myers fucking genius though fucking Great guy. Best film program professor, I've, right? I've seen yeah. okay. in my life. And yeah. I've seen a lot of film programs. He's a very frank and honest man, and he's not af- afraid to hurt some feelings. And he's faculty there? He's he faculty has, He has yeah. tenure, and he's the head. He, oh, boy. He, he brought their film program from nothing to, like, competing with USC thesis films, and they're just community college. So, like, wow. they really don't touch him, because he... Pretty yeah. much can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So he, yeah, like he'll tell you he's gonna rip your dick off. Like or... Cool dude. Yeah. yeah. The perks of tenure, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the perks of being Charlie Myers. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> pretty much say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> he did. He, he he did a lot of fucked up shit, man. Settled cool fucked up shit. But he taught us a lot. Had a great <laughs> philosophy. He did indeed. But man, was he not politically correct at all? God no. He taught me if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, you're fired. Yep. That's what he said. I liked, I personally, the the dick ripping off is my favorite mantra. That one stays with me. In a way, it kind of made me the filmmaker who I am. Today. You would kind of say that about a lot of things, though. You yeah. know, like, yeah. I'm going to rip your dick, like, if you start directing actors, I'm going to rip your dick off. If you're late to class, I'm going to rip your dick off. If you cut me in line at the bank, I'm going to rip your dick off. <laughs> just kind of like, he just, he just really wanted to rip some dicks I mean, off. how really. is this, like, he's no longer really in your life. How is this still your mantra? Like, do you imagine? He, I mean, he kind of Charlie like. Charlie Myers will always be in our life. Uh, he, I mean, really though, like, even though, like, I was there for set, at Settleback for, like, two years, and he was on sabbatical for half that, but just, like, the, like, the mantra and the philosophy that everyone would just, like, quote on set, like, it was sort of like that first thing was, like, this is, you know, this is the mentality everyone has. His philosophy. I mean, the the core essentials he was trying to get. I really was like, you know, don't fuck around on set. Do your fucking job. Be like, do your shit to your utmost professionalism. And yeah, he said it like in very fucked up ways, but like the message was there and very clear. And that you sort never of forget with, Charlie Myers. You don't forget Charlie Myers. The thing is, is and he like, made sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I was saying, I've been to all like like a lot of schools and I've seen a lot of film programs. Yeah, and they're there's they're, they're weak and they yeah. Don't, it's, yeah, no, you're I. You're in a classroom yeah. and you're sitting down. And you're not doing shit. Charlie Myers, the first film class you take, so th- film one, right? Not yeah. even mm-hmm. in advanced film class. If you didn't come to class with a full grip belt, he made you go home. Wow. You had yeah. to buy a grip yeah. belt. You had to get all the essentials, gloves, wrench, flashlight, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of shit. shit. And instead of sitting us down and making us read a book, he would take us into the studio because they had one yeah. at this community college. They had a full studio. Yeah, he would bring us into the studio. Turn all the lights off, pump a bunch of atmosphere into the room like a fog machine, and then he'd be like, "All right, well, if you didn't have a flashlight, you're fucked because you can't see because the lights <laughs> are off." And then he would break the whole class up into like 
teams of like four or five, and then he would call one person from each team mm-hmm. over, and he'd say, "All right, this is the lighting setup yeah. I want. I want a light here overhead as like a spot, and then I need like one over here for like a fill and like yeah, a fee." Yeah. And then he would send those people back. So instead of telling the whole class, or he's teaching you to delegate to people, mm-hmm. which is what you have to do on set, yeah. right? So he sends one person back that has to explain to everybody else what mm-hmm. the lighting setup has to look like, and then he would have competitions of like who could do it the fastest and the safest and the best. Yeah. And whichever wow. one looked the best. And you have to do this in a pitch black room with fog being pumped into it. Yeah. And he's just teaching you, like, you're not going to always be in the best conditions on a set. I'm teaching you how to do your shit mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, he, he like you said, yeah. he taught me to be the filmmaker that I am. Of course, yeah. I've learned yeah, yeah. shit tons of other things right, right, shit right. tons of other people now. Yeah. But I would have never even had yeah. the wherewithal to do as well as I was doing at a community college level on right. sets. Because yeah. I was way above yeah, yeah. And where the, I should have been. Knowledge and base, yeah. Yeah. and I, I'll, say, I'll say this too, because I didn't really have Charlie, but the guy I had a lot was a gentleman, maybe you remember by the name of Hiro Kanishi. Hiro. And, uh, you know, I remember, good. like, you know, one-on-one, like, the first fucking thing, like, he, like, told us, if you fucking wear sandals to class, I will fucking drop a rock on your feet. And <laughs> he, and he, oh, fucking and hero. one of the fucking things, like, one of the first things he fucking did is, like, he drilled us on straight up wrapping cables. He just fucking, like, old oh, Asian man. That's the only one thing I'm, like, a stickler for is, like, well-wrapped cables. Which, course. like, yeah. you go, and, like, you know, so, like, you know, first day we wrap cables, and, like, two, two or three days, two or three days later, when we're off, we're off guys, like, all right, pop quiz, we're wrapping cables again, let's see what you fucking remember. And we just fucking wrap cables again. It was just like, oh man, it's like we're actually being like. But he's like, he was such a, he was the kind of guy that really knew how to create like a fun learning atmosphere. But at the same time, like if you did some bullshit, he would fucking hold yeah. you accountable for but again, it. Again, that's a community college. Yeah, film program. He's teaching you, you to wrap yeah. cables. I went to CSUN. Yeah, film program. They didn't teach anybody. Yeah, that. dude, U of A. They didn't no. teach anybody yeah, yeah. in the film no. program that. And I'm like, all these people are. Yeah, you're gonna. Throw these people on a set and they're gonna like be loud. Yeah, yeah, flounder. Fucking flounder. I mean, well, I mean, I had uh, this one te- like one teacher that taught us like what a single and what a double was and like what a C stand is and like I already Richard knew that Wallace. stuff. But there's a lot of teachers in our program. Like most of the other ones don't teach that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So it's like they, tell you to they go in to make this this huge senior film and they have like no yeah knowledge base at all. No and experience, like really you know? at U of A, like a lot of what they preach mostly is like. Theory and like you know, I'm business too. Like they do teach practical stuff, but like not yeah. set stuff, not pro, like you know, not chain of command shit. Like as far as production stuff, like they don't teach what a UPM is. They don't teach like like BFA people. They treat their producers like they're crappy. They treat their yeah, grips had like a, their PAs. A production management class. This is fucking great. They taught you at a first aid. And they had a fucking TV production class, which yeah. was amazing as shit. Like. Yeah. Oh, I admit, oh, Saddleback Film for life, dog. Was, I, I will always be a Saddleback Film kid, even though Same. I've done so many other things. Same, dude. Dude, that's where it fucking started at, man, yeah. for us. You know? Yeah, that's a good segue. Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, we have been talking shit for a while, but we are here in the studio with uh, my old dear friend, David Bornstein. Hi. And his friend, Ari Grab. Hi. Uh, and, of course... Taylor's still here. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, Just hanging out. David, yeah. you're here to promote your movie. Yes, I am. Uh, His movie. You wrote it. Yes, you right. directed it. Yes. So it's your movie. Our guys' Co- movie. Like, Collectively. I'm the baby mama, and I gave it for adoption. <laughs> yeah. This guy, but Amen I want it back now. What's the, <laughs> what's the name of the movie? A King's Betrayal. A King's Betrayal. I saw this movie. It's really funny, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. It is, it is hilarious. Um... 
the concept is (laughs) 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 the concept seems so small when you told me about it yeah but then i watched it and i was like this is fucking genius Thank you, man. Thank Tell you, us man. what Thank it's about, you guys. Um, it's about the last 24 hours in life of a piñata told from the piñata's perspective. Beautiful. I would Beautiful. agree. Although I never thought of it like the last 24 hours. Because I think to him, like, he never really lived until that little boy found him. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Poignant. Yeah. <laughs> Poignant. I love it. Um, no, yeah, I really love the film. Um... I guess my interpretation of it, I guess if you want to know, I don't know, yeah. is that the life yeah, of a piñata is a sad one. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that's the, there, the, yeah. if there was a moral to the story, like, um, no. Okay, but, but so I, instead of the logline, just like, what, yeah. what, what happens in the movie? Um, I mean, I think there are some things yeah. that I think people will assume happens. Like, when there's a film about a piñata, and we say its life is sad... Of course, it dies at the end. end. Yeah, yeah. spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, me and David argue all the time—not argue, <laughs> but we talk about all the time about what genre this film is. We don't yeah. know, really know if it's a comedy or if it's a drama. Well, it's like I—I I personally, I thought it was fucking hilarious when me you too. first told me what no, it was. Me too. I, I always went in with that. I think it's a comedy. I think I've always thought of, I've always thought of it as a comedy. I just like this is fucking hilarious. This is great. Like the absurdity of it is just fucking grand. But people have actually like told me like, wow, that was really sad. That was so moving. Oh my god, <laughs> David, that was so sad. I was like, well, so the whole time the pinata yeah. thinks that this boy who finds him, yes. in the store is like his king. So, so yeah, basically for um, the basically this sort of movie picks up from a pinata. Sort of wondering, wondering what its existence is, what's its, what its purpose is, and then this boy suddenly comes into this pinata's life and chooses him to take home and sort of give him this new life purpose, and then he finds out that you know, oh, this life purpose is basically just I'm going to have the shit kicked out of me really hard for one day at a birthday party, and life is cruel and meaningless and I my existence is made for suffering <laughs> it's so much longer than that though how he's like oh the house is so nice yeah they live like, like he, we, he's so sweet to we, me he loves me we, we butter him up really hard yeah. just to throw yeah. him in the oven pretty yeah, much exactly. it's great yeah funnier yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I know and it I does think, make it funnier. I think part of the reason why the movie is so funny is because it is played straight yeah right. and exactly. I, would, I would agree exactly. with Joel that, that it is a comedy as opposed to what they played gay uh, maybe uh, you never know. Uh, whatever, yeah. whatever your preference is, whatever your preference is. Um, but my question for you, uh, Ari, in particular, is yeah. like how, like, what was the impetus for the idea of this? Like, what Ooh. made you, what I, made you want to tell the story of the, the last? I, I just, you know, the, I just want to say, I know where this is going. And I love this story. Ari, go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the most like dramatic story i basically was at a movie theater watching a bunch of shout out to the loft tucson arizona to say that they were independent films is an understatement these are like nobody's submitting whatever they want basically (laughs) the loft holds this monthly competition called first friday shorts which i love it's great it is like straight up the roman gladiator coliseum of filmmaking (laughs) basically you it's it's am, an amateur filmmaking competition open to locals and you have you submit something and basically it plays for three minutes automatically and then after three minutes the audience audience lets you know how they feel 
Um, and it's sometimes not very nice. I, I have awesome. grown as a filmmaker from having a room of people boo my work. Same right? here. Right. They Maybe will. They will. But I. I just want to say I went to first Friday shorts with Kings Betrayal and we ended up winning. Yeah. But yeah. like nice. there was they, we woohoo. Um, but <laughs> one guy like there was one guy who had his first film there and it was like the first three minutes were fucking painful and when that three minute minute, minute mark hit basically when a three minute mark hits. They flash a red spotlight on a gong that's like at the very front of the theater, and when that red light shines on the gong, like a just fucking tidal wave of drunk, angry Tucsonians in this <laughs> massive movie theater will just yeah. fucking yell at the top of the lungs, "Gong!" If they fucking hate your shit, and I've been a part of that too, and that is just uh. it is it is. <clears throat> gut-wrenching if you're on the receiving end of that but it's so yeah. fucking nice when it's not that it's such a relief my question is and yes. i think the more important question is are they called tucsonians is that <laughs> oh, that's uh, a good question that is a good question Tuc- i think tucsonians i like yeah, i've used tucsonians okay to get back to your question about uh so back at oh yeah meanwhile so, back at the loft so I would, so <laughs> the I impetus the loft, and this movie just started where the very first shot was a pinata, and it was shot quite nice. And my first thought was, oh my god, art film about a pinata. That's fucking genius. This guy's a fucking genius. And that was not the film at all. Just, it was just a, a random shot of a pinata. But that's good because then. Yeah, I was. Yeah. First I was like, then damn you can it, do it. I wanted to see that art film about a pinata. And I was like, wait, now I get to write it. Yeah, <laughs> They paved the way yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> so about what was it like? Four months later, um, we it was like um, we had just screened our shorts at the the film festival, the Loft Films. Like it, it holds an actual like film festival as well. Like in like yeah. uh, October or something. And so oh, like yeah. So this is when it came to me. So like we were driving back from Tucson to California, and you told me about this, and I was like, Ari, this is amazing. Can we please do this someday? And then we talked about it like off and on. How long from then until you guys started filming? Oh god. Um a year until we started filming you think? it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes it was. Yeah. We filmed it in November and this was like no October when yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, you're right. So like a year passed. A little yeah. more than a year. I kind of forgot about it. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, maybe. <laughs> I was. I mean, <laughs> I hadn't really made a film in a long time. I kind of fell in love with animation, and mm-hmm. you know, like I just I had the idea, but I wasn't really gonna do much with it because I was always like, yeah, it'd be a fun idea, but like if someone else did it, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, David was that someone else. He yeah, was, you know, there are a lot of people who have like cool ideas. I know a lot of people with ideas. But... I think a lot of people need to embrace that because in, 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 in the younger independent film... Oh, sorry. I, I kicked the microphone. It's okay. It's okay. In, okay. in the younger independent film generation, like especially with like student filmmakers, you don't see a lot of like people writing things for other people to make. It's a lot of people who mm-hmm. want to be true. the Quentin Tarantino writer-director. Right? They want to write something and direct something. Well, guess what, yeah. man? You fucking suck at writing or, yeah. or hey, You're, you can't direct yeah. actors for shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I love when people our age and our independent level mm-hmm. will do something like that. Like you wrote it and you're like, I mean, if someone else makes it rad, like, yeah, I like that. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I would say, I mean, I agree with that philosophy, but I think it came more from a level of laziness than a level of <laughs> Which I think well, we both I agree also applaud well. laziness. Well, I mean, too, like, I was, I kind of understood that point. Like, you had found your niche, you were comfortable with what you were doing, you knew you wanted to do, and, like, yeah. I, like, at that point, you were pretty past the point of, like, live-action filmmaking. Like, you'd, you'd done a lot of it, and it's it just hard, wasn't really... It's hard to say that I'm past the point of it. It's just, it's so much easier to do animation for me, because I, I know I can rely on myself, and it takes longer usually. You but, can't rely on yourself. That's but like, important. I don't yeah. like getting permits and location and a bunch of actors. What's a permit? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah it's like um, no. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's uh, that's a, a good spoiled. like. Yeah. Are you guys um, taking this to film festivals? We are. Yeah, oh. we have. Uh, yeah. Oh. Slash. It's have happening. been. Yeah, we got a big one coming. Yes. Got a big one coming. What's up, Los Angeles? That's why yeah. we're here tonight. What's that? Tell us about the film festival. You okay, so um, we're having our Los Angeles premiere at the biggest short film festival in Los Angeles, LA Shorts Fest. Yeah. What? When are you guys screening? We are screening September fourth at five thirty at LA Live. What day is that? That is a Friday. Friday. I Beautiful. Everybody yes. will be free. Yes, September. Mm. And I will, I'd like to add. I'd like to add real quick. Um, shout out to Game of Thrones. Um, Rob Stark will be in a short that's screening in the same block as us. Oh, beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Now everybody's gonna go. Now people are actually gonna show up to this one. It's gonna be really cool. <laughs> they'll also see a King's Betrayal. <laughs> and you know what? They'll see a touching story about a pinata who is doomed for failure. Ah, How come. much are tickets, and where can you buy them? Um, you can buy, they, tickets are $14 a piece, I believe, and you can buy them on the, just on the LA Shorts website. You don't have to go through Ticketmaster or any of the, those other, you know, pocket grabbers. They're not going to charge you $20 for fees. (laughs) No, no. And they also validate parking at LA Live, which is nice. Uh, Dude, he just keeps bringing the perks. Yeah, Yeah, right? How can we not go? How Um, can you not go? It's just such a good time. Is is this the beginning of your guys' festival run, or, or how, many, how many festivals are you guys uh, uh, planning wanna... on going to, and how many have you been to? Okay, so we've, let's see, so I want to say, I don't want to say we're midway through, but we're like a solid quarter of the way. Um, okay. We've been to a bunch, um, a lot of small ones, but a few big ones along the way. I mean, we've, Rhode Island, and we screened at Rhode Island. You went out to Rhode Island, huh? I did went out, yeah. I did go out to Rhode Island. Bad. Went to Rhode Island. All so ten miles of it. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> Um, we, yeah, we went, uh, our first big, big screening was Rhode Island. That was in August. Um, we won our first award at the shout out to Blue Whiskey Independent Film Festival in Chicago. We nice. won best comedy short. Nice. Um, Oh yeah, and uh, we. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that? Remember that time we won a fucking award? And, what if this was the first game. time he had found out about it? He's like, <laughs> really? Yeah, oh my right? god! Yeah, isn't that the best when that happens? That's um, awesome. We've yeah, we screened a lot of like small places along the way. Um, we were screening at. We got at least. We've got at least another. The next big screening we have after LA Shorts are going to be screening at the Mill Valley Film Festival in. Uh, I want to say that's October. Um, dates dates to be announced. Have um, we applied to any like Spanish or Mexican niche? We're, we're that would be yeah, that's a good idea. We're yeah. we're waiting to hear back from Oaxaca Film Festival. Um, <laughs> Some, sometimes. Oh, we haven't even so great. 
that's that's a big part of the film and we didn't even talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. in Spanish. It's in Spanish. Right. That's right. The yeah. piñata is Mexican. Well, to me, it just... And it, there's subtitles it didn't, in It didn't make sense for me to have the piñata be a fucking gringo. Like, yeah. Was, like, that was just... To me, a it's gringo like... gringo wouldn't I, speak Spanish. I don't yeah. even think... I don't even think about that. It's like, of, of course the piñata speaks Spanish. Like, yeah. that is just something that was always in my brain. Like, what, what else would we do? Like, that's like... That's I'm not a white only. watcher. <laughs> Sometimes I'll watch the movie a little high. And You're not Ridley Scott. And I'll, no. and I'll think that the movie is an allegory for racism in America. <laughs> oh, God. It could it's, be. It's the you highest can interpret it that way. I would love it if we submitted to like a Spanish-speaking festival and they were on my page and were like, this film speaks to us and it's beautiful. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, we did also submit to a San Diego Latino, and I think cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna submit to um, I submitted to like a random free film festival in Spain. And, San Diego, uh, whatever. And uh, film festival. yeah, they, yeah, they San do. Diego Latino. No animation ones though. Really? What the hell, man? Yeah. What's up with that? But we're Different screening in. We we got accepted <laughs> in the San Diego Jewish Film Festival. What's what? up? Uh, there you go, David. <laughs> Represent. Oh, yeah. Is that because you're Jewish? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I am, brother. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. It's great. Um, and uh, yeah, we're also going to be submitting to the Rincon International Film Festival in Puerto Rico when that nice. opens up. Um, but yeah. You're going to be traveling like a motherfucker, dude. I have. Oh, uh, cool. yeah. I've been traveling a little bit. Not super crazy, but. I, I went to Phoenix Comic Con, which was one of our first screenings, and um, oh hell yeah! Of course, went out to Rhode Island. I heard uh, Phoenix Comic Con is actually pretty big. It's got it's getting bigger by the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. San Diego. Yeah, dude. Only twenty more shit. years of existence. Get this. Yeah. New York Comic Con last year was bigger than San Diego. What? That's what I heard. I don't know. That's what I heard. So everyone's like, San Diego's so packed. It's so crazy. Not as crazy as New York Comic Con. Well, it's because it's in New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, but apparently there were millions more and millions people. more people. What about like the panels the themselves? Or any panel like as big as J.J. Abrams in the Star Wars? That I have not heard anything about. But yeah. uh, Quality over quantity, my friend. Oh, absolutely. That's true. And we were at the Star Wars panel. Yeah, we got It was one was of the best days of my life. Nice. Yeah. But we'll report back to you guys on that since Pop, yeah. Pop is going to New York Comic Con this yeah. year. Ooh. <laughs> yes, sir. I think, yeah. I'm excited to see if they have like like what kind of panels they have. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, is this the first festival you're gonna actually get to attend for like a screening of the movie, or were you able uh, to make it for, up to Phoenix for this film? Or anything? Yeah, I ha- I have not seen this film with an oh, audience. That's yet. Exciting, okay, so this dude. is gonna be the first time. Okay, mm, interesting. No, Do you have I'm... any like family or anything coming like that? Oh, I haven't even thought of, to ask them. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> sure. you gotta get caught, man. Oops. It's close. Yeah. It's exciting. This is your big premiere, man. You know oh, that right. it's gotta get a good sure. reaction. That's yeah. like the best part. That's true. Oh, this will be fun. Everybody I've known that has seen this says it's just. Hilarious. You show this yeah. to people? Well, everyone <laughs> who was on set within, that day. Within, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. When we showed it on set that day. Yeah. Like, everyone it was at the end it. of the second day, remember? Well, yeah. It was like you, Joel, me, and uh, my buddy Ben, who was there. Well, I think. And, uh, and, and Pat. And Pat. There was a bunch Dustin of people. Dustin was yeah, there. there was was Dustin? Oh, yeah, yeah that's Dustin right. Was Dustin, was Dustin was there. Busting up. There was a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And, like, so like, you know that this is going to be a film that gets a great reaction. So, yeah. It's exciting for you to, like, Get to be there. Yeah. Um, no, if I asked you how it was at First Friday Shorts in Tucson. Um. For, for oh yeah, that's right. How did how did we do in the bloodbath of Tucson? Yes. Um, we brought that up and then we just changed subjects. Yeah. My bad. Um. So yeah. No. Um. We got only one gong, which is like you know, there's always one. Um. 
They what love... a dick, dude. So, no, what, dude, like... you don't. You have to understand. This is first read. It shorts. probably was like, this is too real. This yeah. is too yeah. real. Yeah. This is too. Like... He's tripping on peyote. Yeah. I can't handle this shit, yeah. man. I feel like I'm the pinata. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it. We had we had an amazing fucking screening, man. Like people actually like. They felt feelings. They Aww. were laughing their asses off. All it was the great. Feels. That's but, good, yeah, dude. Shout out to yeah, you know, shout That's out to Law and First Friday Shorts, Max Cannon, and everybody out there in the everybody. desert. I love Max. Max is Max is a gentleman and a scholar. Also, fun fact: um, the gentleman who hosts Friday, First Friday Shorts uh, is Kate Cannon's uncle. Really? No yeah. shit. Oh wow! Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's that's a trip, man. That's a small world, you right? Know what I mean? Small town. Is he the one who started the uh, the the program? Or I don't know the history sort of, of like first Friday shorts. I believe he started it. Okay. He probably started that it. That makes sense. At That's least, cool. At least he was the original. I don't believe there was another host. It's not like Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. At least not now. I think it was the original guy. That's G, man. Um, but yeah, this we've got our LA screening coming up in uh, less than two weeks. It's going to be crazy, and then um. We've got a couple more screenings in NorCal. We got San Diego Jewish Film Festival in January. Um, and hope we've submitted to a bunch shit ton more. Um waiting to hear back on from a lot of places, so we'll see. So what you're saying is there's the possibility of you the film screening in LA again. Like you've probably got it's a good possible. like six months left we've, in your festival run, right? Maybe yeah. Six yeah. months to nine. Yeah. Nine I had like a that. film that played in at least two LA film festivals. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. LA shorts, but Yeah, but just different, you know. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah, we'll see. I mean it's all just like, you know, the thing I've taken away from like this press run it is kind of like roll of the dice as far yeah. as like um, mm-hmm. it's it's which is kind of crazy <laughs> like you know and even like talking to Rhode Island and talking to people about their whole adventure and stuff like I talked to people like I got into L.A. shorts my favorite reaction from one of the filmmakers there's this um, Irish gentleman by the name of Kevin who was also accepted to Rhode Island and I, we were having a little bit of coffee it's such an Irish name we were having some coffee and, and breakfast and whatnot with like a few other filmmakers and. I was talking about how I got into L.A. Shorts, and he's like, oh, yeah, I submitted to L.A. Shorts, and we already got the PFO. And I was like, what's the PFO? I was like, the please fuck off. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, I'm sorry, dude. It's like, Brutal. <laughs> uh. So, that's crazy, man. Like, I've seen films at Rhode Island that were fucking amazing, and but, like, they get, you know, they get re- seeing these amazing films, and they tell us, like, yeah, we got rejected from this festival, this, this festival's like, oh, you got accepted in this festival, we haven't heard back from them yet, I was like, it's so crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, have we heard insane. back from Fester yet? We have not heard back from Fester yet. Shout out to Fester the Mindfuck Festival in Santa Uncle Monica. Fester? I'll be surprised if they don't take our... I would be surprised, too. Mindfuck Festival? That, Fester, sounds, that Fester, sounds amazing. It is amazing. They're Dude, fun. So they Fe- make you take drugs before you go into... Fe- yeah, Fester the Mindfuck Festival, for those... Shout out to... The, for those of you who don't know, they're this little... They're this little, like, sort of bi-monthly screening. And they moved to Santa Monica, I believe. They screen in the back room of Vidiots now. Shout oh, out to nice. Vidiots. And basically, like, they just screen, like, weird, out-there fucking shorts. They have amazing fucking selection of... They just have... They pick great stuff. They screen great stuff. It's a nice little intimate screening. And the quality of the stuff they screen is just freaking outstanding and just weird and awesome and great. Love Fester. Love Fester. I gotta go to that, man. Go to it. That sounds awesome. It's really Ari and I have both screened there. Yeah. Where can people? Do you know where people can find info on that? Um, or where we can find if info? You go- you can Google Fester the Mindfuck. There you go. Yeah, it's, Boom, it's, Google that shit. They've, they've got New a web, They've got a website. I what don't is know this you. Google you speak of, dude? There's this thing in my pocket that I literally could have pulled out and probably found a out. Pocket like, computer? There's, yeah. there's dude. Sounds there's fake. a Mac 
book computer sitting behind you that you can just Google on right now to find it. Now, by <laughs> bi-monthly, this always confuses me. Yeah. Is that two times a month or is that every two months? Every two months. Every, every two months. But even, it even seems like longer than that, though. Yeah. Like, it's every, like, three to four months or something weird like that. Okay. Yeah. Whenever they feel like it, I yeah, guess. I guess that's what you get when you call it the mind fuck. You can just do it. <laughs> the fuck just one. You gotta fuck minds. Like you gotta live <laughs> yeah. up to the name, man. It's like, uh, yeah, it's they're, they they do good work there. They do the Lord's work. Or depending on the Lord, I guess. It depends on whose Lord you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the Lord of what? The Lord of you know, yeah. Elrond's so Hubbard. Elrond Hubbard's work. Elrond's <laughs> Hubbard. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. The Indians covered Elrond's Hubbard. You, you fucking pressured me into drinking your cheap ass sangria. I'm gonna make some words <laughs> on you. Deal with it. Really mild. Sangria. It's really, really mild, mild taste. Sangria. It's really mild. It's a really mild taste of arsenic is what it's got. Oh goodness. The arsenic adds the flavor. Carlo Rossi sangria. Presented by Pop Pop. <laughs> no. Sponsored, Actually, sponsored I, by I do, Carlo Rossi. I do support that. Pop Pop sponsored by The official drink of Comic Con. Are we oh, plugging God. sangria? For yeah, yeah, we're plugging oh, sangria. We're plugging the shit out of sangria. Like sangria. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. We're not officially but plugging it, but, but if they wanted to sponsor us. Yeah, right. Brand deals. Brand deals. We drink it during Comic Con every year just because yeah. it's $7. <laughs> it's $7 for an enormous jug that we can get. Everybody gets fucked up off one jug. We just carry it around. Of course you guys Take it to the pool. Of course you do. Come on, you know how it goes. It's yeah. it's just enough sangria to share between like five people and offer it to strangers when you meet them in the jacuzzi. <laughs> like if I had a beer, I'm not gonna be like, hey, drink out of my beer because they're gonna be like, well, you're fucking weird. No, here, take some sangria. But, but if you're like, hey, we got a giant communal jug of sangria, you want some? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, they partake in our. Especially when they know community. it's sangria and it's like nothing that will like get you yeah. too fucked up. At the yeah. jacuzzi panel. I'm confused. Not a panel. No, no, it's just, just a, jacuzzi. a jacuzzi. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the oh. uh, the Hyatt now holds the jacuzzi panel. <laughs> the nice. drinking panel. It's just us fucking around in the jacuzzi for four hours. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, man, that's good stuff. Yeah, Mickey and um, Comic Con go together quite well. Oh, you don't it's even know. You might I, think... I, I did drink at Comic Con. I kind of know. You might think you drink at Comic Con. No, I, I'm we, sure I don't. We, uh, we, we, we bought these things that, that we call the man beer tubes. Whoa. And what they are is, so you know how everyone carries around poster tubes? Right? Yeah. So we bought these opaque tubes, so no one can see what's inside of them. Oh, God. So it just looks like we're carrying around are poster you... tubes. Oh, God. But it's insulated. That. Oh, my God. It's insulated on the inside, and it can hold six cans. <laughs> so we just buy six packs, and we carry them on our backs. And then we carry an empty coffee cup. And whenever we want to drink in public at Comic-Con, we just pull out a beer from our man beer tube. And pour it in the coffee cup, and then throw the can away, and then we just drink all day. Or if we run out of man beer tubes, yes. if we run out of beers in our man beer tubes, or like for we instance, go back to the hotel room and pour sangria into our coffee cup. Or even in Hall H, where they don't sell beer, <laughs> and you have six beers to yourself as you sit in Hall H all day waiting for the fucking panel. At the hey, end of the if day. you want to get really for the Star Wars panel for the end of the day in Hall H, just start drinking at ten a.m. Grapefruit sculpting until the fine. end of the day, and you'll be real fucked up by that last panel. Yeah, <laughs> and then the you think like, experience. oh, well, you're nice and drunk at the end of the day, Joel. Right? That's the end of it. No, that's when you go out and start drinking at the hotels. <laughs> that's when you hit the until town. two a.m. That's why. <laughs> <when, laughs> that's why I'm scared. Can you imagine this guy fucking until four a.m. in New York, dude? That's he's what gonna, we're talking he's about. He's gonna go ballistic. I heard. Yeah. I heard the bars are until four a.m. in New York. That's very true. Yeah. I am Whoa. fucking. I honestly am afraid for my own body. I'm afraid yeah. for you. Because you're I'm gonna wake up. My own body. Like, yeah. I feel like the only reason I'm alive is because they cut me off at some point. 
<laughs> but now they're gonna two extra hours of drinking. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be crazy. If it's if That's it's good stuff. if it's not the drinking that kills you, it's the it's the fucking subway train that hits you when you fucking fall into the train. Tracks. Yeah, right. Or, the or when we get mugged. Fat nerds. Oh, <laughs> As you're like this, walking through. There are <laughs> thousands more fat nerds at New York Comic Con. So wow, God. That extra st- no, because oh, there's just more the, of them. Because there's more people. Yeah. Yeah. Population density. Yeah. It's like, you're fatter in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you eat all that pizza. Yeah. Pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> pizza and Chinese <laughs> delivery food. And some falafel once in a while. I'm kind of afraid we're going to get mugged. It'll probably happen. I'm scared of that shit, dude. It happens a lot. Just wore a really scary cosplay. <laughs> no one's gonna mug. It's gonna jump just, us even more. Those I, fucking nerds. Look, just just dress up as Spawn, have real chains, your shit will be on point, no one will fuck with No you. one would mug Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw a blue shell at your ass. Do, and just like actually have like just like metal tin blue shells that you would actually right. like fucking throw in. I feel like if we stick here. together, no one's gonna try to mug like five people. It's probably true. Unless there's mm. six people. Well, I'll mug six. No, I'm saying six people mugging five people. Oh, I see. Like, if there's a gang of six people and there's five of us, they might try to mug it's us. It's a little elaborate. Or or a very large gang of four. Like like a gang of four people who are really large, they might try to take on five. <laughs> what is that, like the fat boys? Or a really small gang no, just the, of the, like the, the The bouncers, dude. They're not fat. <laughs> oh, my God. It's either it's either a regular group of six, an <laughs> extremely large group of four, or an extremely small group of ten. I thought I was the neurotic one that always imagined the worst case scenario. Oh, I don't no. even know what oh. this shit I've is. Been, uh, I've, I've been thinking about this all day, actually. Uh, <laughs> just just I've been thinking about the New York Comic Con possibilities. I I was talking to a friend of mine. Does about it go on during New York. San Diego Comic Con? Sorry to interrupt you. What's up? Does it go on during the San Diego Comic Con or a different day? Yeah, it's different. Day. It's in October. Oh, okay, yeah. it's in October. It's, oh, it's, you go, so you're going to this one then? Yeah. yeah oh damn. Year. We're going October eighth. Yep. It's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Any any panels are already confirmed? Not yet. Not well, that I've looked. The big I, thing. The big thing that we're trying to do when we go there is getting. Ooh. They're doing the Walking Dead premiere Ooh, at Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. This guy's the fucking. He would suck Rick Grimes' dick if it, if he was real. I'm a big fan of Chris Hardwick, so I also love <laughs> The Talking Dead. The Talking Dead is amazing. I, uh, me and him have some beef. You have Chris Hardwick beef? A little bit. Why? He. He aired my cartoon without asking me on his show. On what show? On At Midnight. What? Really? No, straight the fuck up? Yeah, they, they aired a cartoon oh, yeah. I made. And like, oh, I mean, wow. it's cool, but it's like, That's I crazy, wish dude. I was given like just some kind of like, hey, we're going to... Credit? Is it cool if we... I don't... Just like, just permission or just like, just any kind of acknowledgement of Instead my of just existence. using it. What did they I'm say pers- about it? Uh, Brian Posehn. Well, oh, tell tell him what it is first. Tell him what it you is. You know what? I really can't. This this really does not do any justice out of context. Just uh, do you want to just tell him the name of it, just so like people yeah, can like search my it. My cartoon yeah. is called Pizza Balls. And they... <laughs> oh my god, I've seen Pizza Balls. Oh wow, um... I've seen Pizza Balls on at midnight. Oh yeah, that, that was, was crazy. That was it. That's you. Yeah, that was me. Uh, wow, this is a great episode. You guys, we have the creator of Pizza Balls. That's right. awesome, dude. That's right. I've seen. I small ass world, man. Here I am. It's the th- third degree of Kevin Bacon, right there. What was what was the inspiration for Pizza Balls? Weed. There you have it, everybody. Uh, that sounds like something I would say. I love uh, it. Pizza uh, balls is great. Yeah, I can, it's I can. just a piece of pizza. Yeah, with swinging balls. 
Like, some, <laughs> some people make this joke where they're like, so what food are you going to do next? And I'm just like, you sound so fucking stupid. Like, there is no other food that would work. <laughs> pizza's the coolest food. It is. <laughs> it is. It oh, is. That's funny. So pizza I'm leaving it at pizza. I might make pizza tits one day, but until I'm, then. I would watch that. I would mm-hmm. watch that. There's got to be some kind of market for that. Everyone loves <laughs> yeah. pizza and tits. I love yeah. tits and pizza, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's confirmation right there. You'll, you know at least one person will watch it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Two. It wouldn't. Oh, it wouldn't three! Yeah. Three! May as well make it now. Yeah. Three yeah. confirm you, that's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make about three cents off that YouTube money. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. If you're lucky. Be, that'd be generous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. I'm not sure how they run anymore with that. So, you guys, uh, this film that you guys made, mm-hmm. it's in festivals right now, so you, you can't watch it on the internet. We you, can. You can't. You, uh, <laughs> you, I've seen it already! You have to know us to watch it on the internet, because we have private links. But you can see that the trailer's online. Trailer's on both my personal Vimeo page and Ari's uh, YouTube page. That's right. Um, so if you, if you search, just search the title of the film. You just search a King's Betrayal trailer, you'll find it uh, probably almost instantly on either website, on Vimeo or YouTube. Nice. Um, God willing, we'll be able to make it public by next year, hopefully. I know it's a long ways away, but, mm-hmm. um, you know... Those film festivals I are mean, stingy. Very you stingy. see it in a film festival, in a big theater with a crowd. That's a real movie experience. Come to yeah. a film festival near Don't you. Don't you love yeah. movies? Don't watch it on your computer. I, I love movies. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. movies. We all love movies. Where else can you see King's Betrayal in DCP format? Yes, yeah. yeah. you can watch it on your phone. Digital <laughs> cinema package. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. <laughs> Nice and sleek looking. Oh man, on that oh, nice big fifty even... foot screen. Oh. Well, LA Shorts it's going to be screened point. on Blu-ray. Seven point one surround sound. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Hard. Our oh, our is. You know you have a good DP when your shit looks amazing on Blu-ray. Yeah. Shout out to Cooper James. Hey Cooper. <laughs> hey baby. Hey, hey Cooper. Cooper. What's up, man? <laughs> Cooper, we love you. How's it going, bro? <laughs> what you doing right now? What you thinking about? What are you wearing? <laughs> Hey, Coop. <laughs> I want real answers to these questions. How do you, how do you wear do. those tight pants all day, every day? Oh, I can answer that question for you. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. It's <laughs> really easy. You just yeah. put them on. <laughs> One leg It sucks time. in the heat. It sucks in the heat. Yeah. I can tell you, my balls yeah. stick to lots of parts of my body when I'm wearing tight jeans. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Mostly just both sides. Of my I don't need these visuals. So here's where we're at. We've we've come to to balls back to pizza balls. Not the first time uh, on this podcast we've talked about. No, balls. of course not. <laughs> so Chris Hardwick at midnight. Yeah, yeah. Oof, I'm sorry about that, man. That sucks. I know. I mean, I'm I was just being bitter. It's actually pretty cool. Like pizza balls are... is on YouTube, right? Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like there's got to be some kind of a clause where they can just take clips from YouTube. I'm without, sure. I'm yeah. sure it was all done legally. Uh, it was just like it'd be nice if he. If he asked me and was just like, I'm Chris Hardwick, I do what I want. That man can do whatever he wants. a great impression of Chris yes. Hardwick. I'm Chris Hardwick. He's <laughs> a fucking cookie monster. <laughs> um, it's actually it's actually cool. Like people yeah. people got to see it. And there's a part of me that's like, you know Well here's the thing, you know, know that they balls. then you know that they then Googled pizza balls. They and probably like people who watched it. Yeah, Hopefully. yeah, yeah. Then and then found out that Well, you found out about it from like people just suddenly yeah. telling you. People or like, on YouTube being like, "Ah, at midnight, shit me here." And just, just tons of those. And I was like, go. "What is at midnight?" Yeah. Only the funniest late night show ever. 
Apparently. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I love more than Rick Grimes in this universe is Chris Hardwick. So. And he would no shame. suck his dick if he would allow you to. Don't lie, Joel. Hardwick gives you he a hard might, dick. He might hear this someday, so I'm going to say no. Don't hide your true feelings from Yeah, Hardwick. it's alright. Look, it's more of a bromance, so I'm not going to say it's dick, but I'll give him there a back massage. Yeah. <laughs> I am straight. You'll so buy him. You'll buy him a, like a like a shrimp, a shrimp lunch. Where are you going with this joke? Am I going to take him to L.A. City Walk and take him to Bubba Gumps? There you go. <laughs> take him lunch. When you see him, just like tell him to like just acknowledge me. Just be like, can you just like say that Ari did a thing for you? <laughs> Remember pizza balls? Yeah, sure I feel like pizza it. balls has been on multiple episodes. Uh, really? I really? think so. Because uh, the one I uh, saw it on, Brian Posehn was not on that episode. What? What? No way. I swear to God. Well, I know, Ari, you've done like at least, what, one sequel to Pizza Balls, uh, so maybe yeah. it was... What like, was it? It's called Pizza Balls 2.0. Hell yeah! Oh, dude, what is this, man? <laughs> it's just like a stop You know what we're going to do? Uh, you know what we're going to do? What? Unlike Chris Hardwick... We're going to link it in the show notes. Yes, we will. Oh, yes. Nice. We'll show balls. you all pizza balls. Yes. The yes. credit I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Redemption. At least 100 people will see pizza balls because of us. Yes. <laughs> Much yes. less than at midnight, but we're getting there. Yeah. Someday. I would rather these loyal fans who are into people who credit artists watch my movie than more people who just flock to Chris Hardwick's liking. So me. Yes. Well, hey, <laughs> at least you got the Brian Posehn stamp of approval. That's out. all. Yeah, I, that was the best go. part. He loved it. I don't know about. I mean, he he made a joke. He loved it. I hope so. You can I see, really you can hope see so. The, you can see the twinkle in his eye. <laughs> he went home and watched it thirty more times. I like, hope, man. You know, he just totally went home. And was like, this is awesome, dude. <laughs> 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 Slayer. Beautiful, like Brian beautiful, beautiful Brian Posehn. Oh, oh, yeah, that was phenomenal. <laughs> I think we've been talking long enough, you guys. Yeah, we can really. we can continue to talk uh, and maybe do like a little like extended episode at some point. But uh-huh. for now, uh, thank you all for tuning in to uh, this week's episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast on ageofthenerd.com, brought to you this week by tfury.com. Thank you so much for joining us, David Bornstein. Anytime, sir. And Ari Grab, thank you so much for joining us. Where can we watch your work on the interwebs? Sweet. I guess the easy way is AriGrab.com has a bunch of links to all my stuff. And that's um, Grab with two Bs. That is, thank you. A-R-I-G-R-A-B-B. Perfect. Make a jingle out of that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you could. And I'm on YouTube. That's where most of my stuff is. Beautiful. That would be YouTube.com slash your name, right? Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And go see... King's Betrayal, the L.A. Shorts Film Festival. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. I'm going to go and see it again. I saw it on a computer. That was not big enough for me. I want to see it on the big screen. Yeah, dude. Agreed. It's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to laugh my ass off. And you should, too. Mm. Thank you also, Taylor, for being here again. No problem. It's his show. I hope we, he was here. You don't really have a choice, yeah. Yeah, I have to be you here. You kind of have so. to we're, we're Unfortunately in, for me. How else would we get inside your bedroom? Exactly, right? <laughs> well. Aside from like two martinis. Dude, that's a little... Yeah. <laughs> two? He, he, he wouldn't have to say Yeah, three. aside from one you. glass of sangria. Yeah. That's what it is. That's true. <laughs> All right, later, you nerds. Fuck sticks. <laughs> <laughs>